Thanks for tuning in to the teaching ministry of Mike Hilson, Senior Pastor of New Life Wesleyan Church of La Plata, Maryland. It's a church that plants churches and Where You Are Church, an online church helping people reconnect with God through practical content and a growing community. Hey, we're so glad that you're taking the time to listen to this week's message. We hope that this teaching helps you love God and love people better every day. And if you enjoy what you hear today, consider sharing it with someone else. Now enjoy today's teaching. So today, what we're what we're going to deal with today is the next step in our in our uh, what I know so far series. Getting really back to the basics is, is what God was doing with me. As I said last week, you know, Tina and I went on a sabbatical. I was hoping for some you know John the Revelator moment on the Isle of Patmos where I end up with the you know everybody's like, oh my God, what a tremendous thing you've learned, and I don't have that. Instead, God took me back to the basics, and it started out with. God is always first in the beginning. God, let me let me just say here, the central and I'm, some people are going to disagree with me, but stay with me. I want you, I want you to think through this. The central relationship in my life is the relationship I have with God. The reason I say that is because my communication, my communion with my my connection with God is internal. It is spiritual. Therefore, it is always there. When everybody else comes and goes in my life, they're here for a few hours, they're here for a few days, and then we we separate for a few hours. Whatever. But God is always there. Whether you want to admit it or not, whether you want to admit he exists or not, whether you want to admit God is real or not, your central, your, your, your primary relationship in life is with the God who is driving your thoughts and driving your spirit and who exists inside of you, lives with you every second of every day. That's who God is. So our primary relationship is with God. Now, this is not uh, this is not out of the norm with what Scripture says, because God created God created Adam and put him on the earth. So God's created the earth. He's created all of nature. He's created all of the animals, and He created Adam, one man, and put him on the earth. Now, listen. I, I, we're, I know some of you are like, well, was this a literal six days and then he rested? Was it, you know, six days, six years, six millennia? It doesn't matter to me. In the beginning, God is the point, and God created. God created Adam and put him on the earth. But listen to this. This is in chapter 2, verse 18. Then Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. It is not good for the man to be alone. So Adam has this primary relationship with God because God is there. God, te- In fact, watch. I want to show you something. I'll make a helper suitable for him. Watch what it says. Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man. You see, there's this conversation, this co-working with God and man. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. So the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds in the sky, and all the wild animals. But for Adam, no suitable helper was found. So that primary relationship with God is in place, just like it's in place in your life. But I'm going to say something that is going to sound almost sacrilegious, and it's not going to be what you expect a pastor to say, but I believe it's backed up here in Scripture. 
That primary relationship is with God. But that's not enough. Because we were built to be in community. We were built to be in community with one another in physical community. There is a primary internal spiritual relationship with God that is the primary relationship in my entire life. But there are these other relationships, and they exist in the physical realm, not the spiritual realm. And they matter. In fact, as God said, it's not good that the man should be alone. And he also says, even with God, no suitable helper was found. Watch. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and closed and, and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib that he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. The man said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. That is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife, and they become one flesh. Adam and his wife were both naked, and they felt no shame. I want you to understand that, that what, God, what we learn from this is that while our relationship with God, that internal spiritual relationship with God is central, it is, it is essential that we also have community with other people. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to say this, and I, I want you to hear me out. My secondary relationship, the primary physical relationship in my life is with my wife, Tina. Most people have a partner that they have chosen, that they have married, they have a spouse, and that becomes the primary physical relationship in their lives. Our primary relationship is still with God because spiritually he's with us every second of every day. Tina's not with me every second of every day. We spend every day together, but she's not with me every second of every day. God is. But when it comes to those physical relationships, when it comes to people that I have a relationship with in the physical world around me, she's the primary relationship in my life. But there are others. You see, God puts us in community because, and I'm going to use his words, it is not good for a man to be alone. Can I just, let me, let me, let me, take, the, let me take the gender out of this. It is not good for a person to be alone. It is better for people to be in community with each other. So watch, in community... In community with people around me, this being something that God established in Genesis, in community with people around me, I am made better. In community, I'm better. I'm just better in community. I, in fact, can I be honest? It, 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 this sociologists, psychologists will tell you, if you don't have community, people do not function well when they go into a monastic, alone type of state. People do not function well when they when they when they are off by themselves like some hermit in the woods. They don't function well. I, I guess in in our lifetime, uh, in my lifetime, any one of the anyway one of the one of the greatest uh, examples of this was a man ultimately known as the Unabomber. And these people were getting bombs mailed to their houses. They never could figure out who it was. They finally found him, and the reason it took so long was he was living by himself in a cabin in the woods, deep down in the woods of Montana. And when they found him, he was just alone. Well, his thoughts 
were never allowed to be normalized by being put in community with other people because he lived like a hermit off by himself. So he ended up with these twisted, messed up thoughts about the world around him. Y'all, listen to me. Community makes us better. Community makes us healthy. Community makes us balanced. Community gives us people who can help us see the world in better ways. Community gives us people that can help us process things. I got to tell you, I've always said since Tina and I got married, since the day we got married, it's been this way. It's going to be at times me and her against the world. If, if everybody else leaves us, it's me and her against the world. Now, we now have children, so it's, it's me and her and our kids against the world. Wait, our children have partners, so it's me and her and their and our and our and our our in-laws against the world. Wait, our children have kids, so it's me and her and 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 our children and their spouses and and our grandchildren. You see what I'm saying? All of a sudden that community gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and that might make it more complex, but it also makes it more beautiful. In community, I am made better. In community, I'm also made stronger. Uh, there's somebody beside me. If I'm just by myself, can I be honest? If I'm just by myself and I don't have other people around, if Tina's not near me for a long period of time, the world gets darker and darker and darker by the day. And if I don't have, if I don't have Tina or one of the boys or some of my family or some of the close coworkers I have or the people in my inner circles, if I don't have them around, the world can become a very dark place very, very quickly. In fact, what I can achieve on my own is incredibly limited. But what I can achieve with that whole community of people around me is unlimited. It's limited. Look, let me be honest. What you can achieve in your life is only limited by the people you bring around you, or if you bring no people around you, is completely limited by your own capacity. And I don't have near the capacity to do this thing by myself. Let me be honest. Nobody does. Being in community, I am stronger. I'm better because I'm in community. It keeps me focused. It makes me think well. It makes me feel properly. It makes me understand things. It, it helps me find joy and peace and light. But I'm also stronger. It is in community where I get to find out what's possible for a team to do. And look, what's possible for me to do is really not that great. I'm not... I'm just, I'm just, I'm a man of very few talents, right? But if you bring people with other talents around and we all work toward the same goal, all of a sudden I'm stronger. In community, I'm better. In community, I'm stronger. In community, I'm valued. I want you to listen to what, what Adam says about the woman Eve when he sees her. He says, just listen to these words. This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she is taken out of man. This is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife, and they become one flesh. In community, I am valued. It is true. The relationship between my wife and I is us against the world if it ever needs to be. The rest of the world can abandon me. The rest of the world can dismiss me. The, re the rest of the world can, can reject me. As long as she still believes in me, then I'll make it. I'll be fine. Same thing is true in the reverse. If she stops believing in me, the depth of pain that can cause is, is immense. 
Why? Because this is my primary human relationship. This is my primary relationship in the physical realm. It matters more to me what she thinks than anybody else on the planet. Why? Because she is the one who has said, we stood together in 1988, July 2nd, 1988. We stood together in the front of a church building, First Wesleyan Church in Kannapolis, North Carolina. And we made a promise to one another. Basically, we said this, we are now one. We are now one. This is now flesh of my flesh and bone of my bones. We are now one. And and when we walked on that stage, we walked on that stage as James Michael Hilson and Tina, Tina Sue Allen. When we walked off that stage, we were Mr. and Mrs. Hilson. Everything else hidden in the fact that it's the two of us now. Why? Because we valued each other. We we spent we spent hours talking before that wedding. And we just said to each other, look, divorce is not going to be an option. We're going to stay in this. We're going to stay at this. We're now 35 years later, and we're still in this. This is the primary relationship in my life. I now have children. We have, we have grown children. We have grandchildren. All of them are primary in my life, but all of them know that they are the center of the world. But Tina's the one beside me in the center. They know that. I'm valued because she chose me. She's valued because I chose her. In community, I am valued. I'm better. I'm made better. I'm made stronger, and I'm valued. And I think, look, can I make it awkward? Let's just make it awkward. Adam and his wife were both naked, and they felt no shame. In community, I'm better. In community, I'm stronger. In community, I'm valued. But all of that has meaning because in community, I am truly, fully known. I am known. And even though, here, here's the cool part. Even with everything she knows about me, she still chooses me. And in some ways, I go, well, of course she does. I'm awesome. In other ways, I go, wow, I'm, I'm kind of amazed you're still here. You know, the truth is that in community, I'm valued even though I'm known. You know, honestly, a lot of people in the world, look, let me just keep it real. The world is designed today more than any time in my lifetime to judge you and to label you. That's just the way society functions right now. They judge and they label us over and over and over and over and over again. And once they judge you and they slap a label on you, they won't let you change. And they, they will diminish or increase your value based on the label they put on you and the way they judge you. And that will change over time, except for, you know, one person might put a label on you and, and insist that that label stays forever, right? But here's the thing. When it comes to... And I'm going to talk about me and Tina because I'm married and that's my central relationship. Everybody has to have this type of relationship, right? But when it comes to me and Tina, I'm labeled as chosen and she's labeled as chosen because regardless of what else I might see, regardless of what else might happen, I have chosen her and I value her and I know her. And even though I know everything about her, even though she knows everything about me, we still choose one another every day, every day. Interesting enough, go back to our primary relationship, the one with God. 
even though he knows everything about you, he still chooses you every day. I need you to understand, one of the things God showed us in this, in this moment together in this week, we spent five weeks traveling, five weeks, just me and her every day. Every day, nobody else around. Yeah, we would FaceTime the kids and the grandkids. All that's true. But for five weeks, we focused on the two of us. And I've got to tell you, that central human relationship must exist and must be kept strong. God is always first. That's your primary relationship. But in your human relationships, family must come before everything else. Because that tight community, that family community, that bond with the one partner you have chosen for your entire life is what will hold you strong when life gets totally messed up. And life will try to mess you up. But if you're doing it together, you're better, you're stronger because you know you're valued even though you're fully known. Y'all, this is what our relationships need to look like. And in the end, if you go back and look at them, that's exactly what God showed us by the way he chose us and the way he spends time with us. If we can learn from him how to value and honor one another, then we will, we, we will value one another even when we know the dark parts. And that will make us stronger and it will make us better. Let me pray for you. Holy Spirit, I pray right now that you would speak into our hearts and minds. Show us, Lord, areas in these primary human relationships where maybe we've messed up, where maybe we've fallen down, where maybe we've allowed the relationship to slip. Lord, draw that relationship back in. Help us, Lord, to build and live in and value that community. Lord, even when we know the negatives, the dark sides, let us still value those relationships. Let us strengthen one another. And Lord, let us make each other better because you built us to be in community and you said it's not good when we're not in community. So God, bring us together. Build our families. Build our marriages. Make them stronger. And Lord, when the, when the enemy comes at us, let us circle the wagons as a family and turn and say, no, we will take care of each other in, in the center point of our inner relationship with God. We will stand by each other. And Satan, you may not have a foothold here. This is my family. You're going to have to get out. Thank you, God, for what you're doing. Build us. Build us together and make us more like you. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you again for joining us. We hope that this resource helped you in your journey towards loving God and loving people better every day. If you enjoyed this, please share it with your friends. Lastly, we just wanted to give a special thanks to those of you who give generously to this ministry. It's because of you that this is possible. If you'd like to learn more about how to partner with us financially, just click give for more information. We appreciate anything you can do to help. Thanks for being a member of our online family. We love serving Jesus with you.